welcome to the JLD Entertainment Podcast. My next guest is Miss Vicky Harris. We call her Miss V. And I've known Vicky for a very long time. She's a dear friend of mine. She's based in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And Vicky began performing at the age of five in Honolulu, Hawaii, within a Hawaiian dance company. After college, Vicky performed at the Super Bowl and founded a local performance group that opened for R&B and hip hop concerts and comedy jam tours. In the inaugural season, Vicky began performing for the WNBA's Phoenix Mercury Hip Hop Squad for seven seasons, as well as being co-choreographer for 10 seasons. Massive. Vicky has also choreographed performances for the WNBA All-Star Games and All-Star Tours, uh, Phoenix Suns, Seattle Supersonics, Portland Trailblazers, Golden State Warriors, Sacramento Kings, Detroit Pistons, and the Denver Nuggets dance teams. I'm pretty sure there's a few others in there as well. She's also, um, edit that out. Now, she is the founder and creator, CEO of Choreography Pros, uh, which is now named Corey Pros. And she also acts as a guest choreographer and consultant for many professional sports teams, as well as judging auditions. Um, she holds a Bachelor of Science degree in mathematics, as well as a master's degree in adult and continuing her education. So let's bring her in, Miss V. I cannot wait to see her. Let's go. I hope you enjoy the show, guys. And we'll see you at the end. Hello, hello, Mama V. I can see you. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I love the curls. I'm good. Thank you. I love you that. Know they're easy. So yeah, that's why I, I love it. it up. I saw that you Thank had the you. curls at the Detroit audition and I was like, I love yes. them. I hadn't seen them before. Yeah. I used to wear curls back in the day. That's what I was saying when I used to dance. There was a time where I went through a curl phase, but I love it. Low maintenance. It's nice to be back. Yes. yes, very much um, so. Welcome to another year where we can't see each other properly. Yes, I know. I'm so sad about that. I know. I miss you. I know, same. And you're ha- having another convention this month. Is that right? Yeah, so I'm just having, it's not a convention. It's just a short, small little workshop because yes. it's something that we can do during COVID that, you know, people feel more comfortable coming to like smaller events, local events. So we're trying to travel a little bit more and get to basically touch the people that we see virtually. Mm. And so they can have a chance to just meet the pros. So and meet us and get to know us and what we're about. So I love so that you're able fun. to do that. But I'm so sad that I can't yeah. I can't get there. I um, know. But that's all right. That is the world we are living in at the moment. But I'm excited that we are can... you guys still in lockdown or so it's Sunday here. This is week 12. Wow. Week you just... guys were pretty open though when we were closed last year. No, we were like and so it's like the opposite. I know. It's just horrendous. Um oh, I'm sorry. I know. But hey, out of COVID comes other things. Right. Other like, opportunities. Mm. And it took me like a good eight weeks to sit down with my, uh, to sit with my thoughts. And I was like, what can I do? I was painting a lot and obviously love to be busy and, you know, still creating stuff. Right. So then we, let's maybe run with an online masterclass series, which has been all right. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I was like, hang on, I want to talk to everyone. Like, I just want to <laughs> talk to my colleagues and my friends and, and start the podcast again. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, I had a great time the last time we did it. So I'm up for another one. So Uh, here we go. I'm excited. Well, let's start (laughs) it then. Hey, so welcome again. I have written down a big kind of breakdown of your bio. Um, Okay. So we'll just kind of dive right in with how you started as a dancer. You were, you've been a professional dancer and choreographer for more than 25 years, massive. And you started mm-hmm. performing at the age of five in Honolulu, Hawaii, um, with a Hawaiian true. dance company. Did you always want yes. to be a dancer? Yes, I always did. So funny story is most of my, all of my siblings are nine, no, yep, nine, 10, 11 years older than me. So when you say the baby of the family, I'm truly the baby. So yeah. I was raised by five people generally. Um, and 
my cousins and my siblings, because we all watched Soul Train. That was like a family thing. So we're talking early 70s, right? And so, you know, it was the thing, like if something was on TV, like Michael Jackson or the or the um, Osmonds or the, you know, whatever the variety show was, we watched it as a family. And I used to imitate everything I saw on Soul Train, especially Michael Jackson. When he did the robot, I was doing the robot. So the funny thing was my siblings and my cousins were like, can we take Vicky to show and tell at school? Because <laughs> here I am, this little girl doing the robot stuff. And my parents were like, no, you can't take her to show and tell. But anyway, but yeah, I used to imitate everything I saw on TV. So literally I learned how to dance from watching and imitating um, Soul Train, um, rerun on what's happening. He was a locker just all the different dancers that were on there. I used to just imitate and try to be like them, yeah, you know, and that's yeah. kind of how I got started at three. I always knew I wanted to be a dancer from three years old. And then when my dad was stationed in Hawaii, I think I was about four and a half when we moved there, four, four and a half, I joined a, a hula dance company. And um, that was like my first training. Yeah. Like my first official wow. dance training was Tahitian and hula. I love that. So I used to dance for the tourists that came in town. I used to dance on TV. Um, yeah. So it was just, uh, that's all I knew. Yeah. You wow. know, it was just, yeah. So what a that beautiful, was my formal training. what a beautiful spot to grow up as well. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And the funny thing, my dad had a choice between Hawaii and Australia. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> In the seventies, isn't that crazy? Oh, okay. He, um, but he chose uh, Hawaii, yeah, so nice. that's kind of where I got my start in dancing. So yeah. that was really fun. Like, it was—it's really a cool thing when at seven years old you get the opportunity to be on a set. Yeah, you know, on a television. You, you grow know, a lot as set. well. Yeah, you grow a lot. You learn how to be a performer. So. Yeah. I learned at a very early age and I did that till I moved in the late seventies, like 78 or 79, we moved. Um, but that's, that was my life was performing. Mm. And so you perform th- throughout high school and college and then you perform yes. at the Super Bowl. Yes, I did. How so was that? Funny thing. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. So I think the Super Bowl was when I started to feel old. Um, because we had the Doobie Brothers perform and me and a bunch of my friends, a couple of people I had met there. So believe it or not, Kari, who is part of, you know, my administrative staff, um, Danielle, who's part of the staff, yep. um, Saza, who's part of the staff, they were all in the same Super Bowl. I just didn't know them at the time. Wow. The only person I knew, um, at the time was just my roommate. And then at that time I met MJ who ended up dancing with us professionally. So yeah, my, that was probably my first really big gig. And I was a can-can girl, believe it or not. Wow. Like I went from, you know, this hula dancer to a high school cheerleader, which that's kind of how I got more into chore- choreography mm. was choreographing. My coach allowed me to coach to choreograph um, all our competition dances and the cheers. Like she, it, she really had a lot of confidence in my passion and what I wanted to do. So that was kind of how I started into choreography. And then mm-hmm. I moved into college, trying to take more classes like jazz, African, um, modern dance, just so I could get some training. Cause I never really had formal training, right? Mm-hmm. I had Hawaiian training. I was a cheerleader and then in college, I was trying to take classes just so that I know how to do a single turn, double turn, mm. you know, all these things I saw Paula Abdul do yeah. in Janet Jackson videos. Like <laughs> that she's still doing. That's, yes. That's what I wanted to do. Mm. So then, um, you know, I, I created a group um, and we started dancing and performing at different events like yeah. MLK and, and things like that. But that all came kind of all around the time of the Super Bowl. That was like 1995, we started, I had had auditioned for that. 
And then um, I believe it, the Super Bowl was 1996 when it was in Arizona. So that was just a dope experience. And that's kind of when I connected with more and more dancers. Yeah. So then once we started performing at the at different events around town, that's when I was scouted virtually from by Felisa Israel. And she's the one who was the brainchild of the Mercury Hip Hop Squad. Yeah, right. So that was when the WNBA first started in 1997. And mm-hmm. Felisa had been watching us perform at the MLK Martin Luther King uh, birthday celebration um, and all these different events. Mm. And she was like, Can you and your entire crew come and audition? And we did. And all of us made it. Plus, we met all these other wonderful dancers and that's kind of how my professional gig started after started. And so you were with the Phoenix Mercury hip hop squad for seven seasons. And then you were also co-choreographer for 10 seasons, which is huge. Yes. Yeah. You must've had some great times because that's a, that's a solid, that's a solid chunk of time. It was, it was, it was probably one of the best experiences of my life. I should say I met my best friends Mm. through that experience yeah you dance friends yeah yeah. and then you went on to um so you've choreographed performances for the WNBA all-star game all-star tour Mm -hmm. including Phoenix Sun Seattle Seattle Supersonics yes Portland Trail Blazers Golden State Warriors Sacramento Kings Detroit Pistons Denver Nuggets and many many more I think now yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) which is such a great lineup of teams you know they they're teams that we as Aussies you know we love I well I personally love all of those teams and everything that they do for game days do you have any certain performances that stand out to you when you saw your routines and choreography on the court were you just like wow that's my stuff on the court like that kind of catapulted you into your next steps yeah it was it was kind of surreal and it kind of snuck up on me because I will be honest and I tell a lot of dancers this to encourage them my very first year on the Mercury Hip Hop Squad, I was 29. Most, yes, what? girl, don't spit out your coffee. Most, <laughs> Love most professional dancers, typically they'll try out at 18, at mm. 21. I, my first year on the Mercury, I was 29 years wow. old. So I have been performing around the city of Phoenix doing different events. There was deaf comedy jam shows. That's Mm. like old school. That was in the nineties, but we used to open up for different events. So I was a seasoned choreographer performer before the opportunity actually came. Mm -hmm. So once the opportunity came, I was just, I was already, you know, mature. I had already completed my master's degree. I was working a full-time job and I just had this passion for dancing that I was just so excited that the opportunity came. And then once um, I was on the team and then Felisa was like, can you do some choreography for the Phoenix Suns dancers? I was like, sure, you know, and and I was doing stuff, my coach would say, hey, we need something for tonight because our games in the WNBA were back to back. So yes, there was nights we'd learn like two or three routines. Like we'd set one and learn another one and learn another one. I mean, we had so many games back to back. So we needed a lot of choreography and a good chunk of the choreography would come from me, Mario, and probably I can't remember who the other person was, but it was generally she would bounce between us two because we were like, sure, we'll make up something. We'll choreograph something. Yeah. Um, because back then we didn't go to any camps or any clinics. We did all of our own choreography yeah. and we got paid to do choreography. So, um, yeah. So back then we just did all of our own stuff. And um, once I started seeing my choreography on the court with the sons, a different organization than who I danced for, I was like, wow, like that's my choreography. <laughs> like yeah. they're doing it, you know? Yeah. And it was just, it was a really good feeling. And then how I ended up branching out to the other teams was I had a teammate that ended up working for the, um, so what was I saying? So she ended up getting coaching jobs. MBA coaching jobs. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was what we were doing as the Mercury Hip Hop Squad, 
not many people were experienced, had experienced before. We were doing hip hop, which was not a typical thing in the NBA. Mm -hmm. So, and we were seen a lot on ESPN because we had a very magnetic coach, Cheryl Miller. Mm -hmm. So her personality, plus we were doing something that a lot of teams were not doing or even thinking about because many of the NBA teams were traditional, right? It was yeah. jazz and jazz funk. That was it. Um, so we, Felisa was noticed by the NBA, who's mm -hmm. the woman who created our, the idea of our team. And so was our coach, Maggie. She was, she was recognized within the industry and within the NBA. And so it also made people on our team recognized with that on the resume, having been, you know, working with the hip hop squad. So one of our teammates, she ended up being a coach for the Seattle Supersonics, which is no longer around. But once she did that, she brought us in. A lot of us who choreographed with the Mercury brought us there to help her with a boot camp mm -hmm. to get her team ready for the season. And then, you know, it just kind of, you know, that's how it just starts. Snowballed from there, yeah. where we started having opportunities. When she ended up coaching the Golden State Warrior Girls, we did them. And then when we had other friends who ended up being coaches, like Amy Joe, she mm. was our teammate. She ended up coaching for the Nuggets. We had opportunities, and I had opportunities to judge and choreograph for them. So it was kind of one of those things where here I am working a regular nine to five. Yeah. I'm over 30 by this time and all these opportunities are coming to me. Oh, and the meanwhile, I had a son during, yeah. you know, my second to the last season dancing. Wow. And it's just, I just feel like I've been so fortunate and blessed. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how all my dreams started to come true kind of later in life, but I'm still living them and having a great time at it. Yeah. And I think it is also, obviously you're a beautiful magnetic person. If you attract, I think like attracts like, and I think that is a lot of what our industry is about. And right. when you know that you've got such a well-oiled train and group of people around you, why would you want to work with anyone else? You know, like you right. want to work with the people that make great things happen, right? Right. And we had been, like I said, we had already been traveling together for helping this other former teammate of ours. Mm. And I just thought, especially after I had my son, I said, wow, you know, and I've, they've always called me mama. Everybody's called me mama because obviously I was the oldest on the team at the time mm. till Coco came around and he was one year older. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, but yeah, so, you know, as the as mama on the team, I would always want to encourage and also um, give any opportunity that I could, you know, as far as the coaches I knew, I'd say, hey, why don't you, you know, bring out so-and-so because they're so talented and you already know this stuff. Oh yeah, they are. You know, I already know what they do. We dance together, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so I wanted to do that for more than a few people. I wanted to be able to do it for as many people as I could that I yeah. knew that were talented, that would not get the opportunities that I was fortunate enough to get going to other, you know, teams and, mm. and organizations. So that's kind of how I decided to start choreography pros and get everybody together. And I'm so glad you did because we would not have met. Yes. And you've given me so many, you know, opportunities and that that's kind of been an the roller coaster for me as well, um, which I'm so grateful for. And you, so you founded Choreography Pros in 2007, which is now Corey mm -hmm. Pros. Launched it mm -hmm. in 2012, right? As well as being a working mom. Yes. So you Full are busy. Full <laughs> time. You are busy. Yes. So you have this idea. You bring who do you bring on board because you know they're going to be fantastic at helping you execute this My dream vision. that you've got mm -hmm. and yeah. produce great game day routine. So who, who right. do you bring on board? So we were at that time when I came up with the name choreography pose, believe it or not, initially it wasn't for conventions mm -hmm. or workshops. It was for our online. So mm -hmm. at that time, nobody, I mean, there were maybe a handful of people doing online, um, 
memberships. So I, I had seen somebody do fitness. They were doing online trainers. I saw like ballroom. Um, I saw another group that was doing hip hop, but it wasn't a huge thing. So when I had my vision to do it, I started researching and I saw there was a few other people doing it. So I was like, okay, this isn't a crazy idea I have. It's, it's, it's okay. So once I, um, it took a lot of planning. Yeah. So before I even, you know, I had to write up everything that needed to go on my website, build the website, get somebody who can build an e-commerce that goes along with videos and things of that nature, and then come up with my staff, as you said. And basically it was the first core people that I've been traveling and working with. It was Danielle, it was Wheezy, Oscar, because Oscar and I had known each other um, since he was about 17 or 18 years old. So, and then it was, oh my gosh, there's so many, Elizabeth, I mean, I'm sorry, Melissa Britt, that was Saza. I mean, just, just the strong core, Tina for jazz, um, house. Yes. Cause I, you know, I always think it's important because there's a lot of people who say they teach hip hop. They don't know really the foundation of hip hop Yeah. Yeah. and, um, you know, breaking is the foundation. Mm. of hip hop dance. They're dancing to break beats, which that's how hip hop started. So um, I always want house involved because I want house to educate. And I want, when people learn hip hop, I want them to learn hip hop and the culture of hip hop. So house has been with me from the beginning. And so we started doing these videos and, you know, I was so nervous to launch because, you know, that was 2012. Not many people had heard of it. It was even hard for me to find insurance, girl, because I was trying to find insurance just in case yeah. somebody tripped over their couch and fell while they, <laughs> you know, just like a workout, yeah. workout videos that you watch. So um, I started the website. I remember being so nervous. And I remember my dad had just had a heart attack, mm. like probably about a year before. And I had always done, you know, what he, you know, really wanted for me, which was get my master's degree, get a job and do the corporate thing. And he said, Vicki, you need to get the site going. I'm 100% behind you mm-hmm. and I support you and I have confidence in you. And you've always had a passion for dance. So this is what you need to do. And after that, I was like, Amazing. Full speed ahead. Yeah. So that that, uh, we launched the site and we did the site for about, it was about a year into the site. And initially I had fitness. I had, you know, um, jazz. I had hip hop. I had, um, I even had a heels combination, believe it or not, back then. Um, I had all kinds of stuff, but people kept what I realized the members that kept hitting me up were like, do you have routines? Like Mm -hmm. we want routines. And so that's kind of where it evolved. And I, you know, spoke to my dad about, I said, who would you think if I did a convention here, you know, in Phoenix, and then it would be all the same choreographers that I'm already video, you know, recording every month, you know, for the online thing. And he was like, I think that's a great idea. And, um, and I started planning and unfortunately my dad passed like mm. right before my first convention. But wow. even as he was in the hospital, he was like, I believe in you, you're gonna do this. How's it going? And all that kind of stuff. And so my first convention was super duper emotional for me I after bet. it was all done. Like during the time, like it was fun, it was exciting. I was doing it. And then after I like I started thinking about it and everything started coming, it was just like yeah. it was so funny because the staff will tell you, I was like, thank you, everybody. Da, 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 da. You know, we had a fabulous, I can't believe we did. They were like, Mama, you did it, you did a convention. Like and you're just like you did and then all of a sudden I was like, Ooh. oh my <laughs> god. Ugly cry because I was just so overwhelmed with like I was grateful. Yeah. Um, I miss my dad, of course, and I wished he had seen it. Um, but I was just, I was like, God, how am I here? Thank you so much. Like, how am I here? How am I? You know, at this time, I don't even know how old I was in that year because I'm not doing the math. But, you know, I'm older woman, middle, yeah. you know, middle-aged woman. 
I'm still doing what I love to do. Um, I'm, you know, I'm able to give these dancers and choreographers opportunities. Like I just, I was just overwhelmed with gratefulness and just, just in awe of what evolved over the years. Yeah. You know, no, it's huge. And it, it doesn't happen overnight. It is a, a huge process and it that's is. massive. And yeah, I'm proud of you. Oh, and thank you so, so much. And then because I obviously I'm on the other side of the world and right. I was, that was my passion and that was what I wanted to do. And I, you know, that was, that was my goal. I want to work with the States in the States with these teams. And I just started my mission. Like, how do I do this? And then we connected on Instagram, didn't we? No, you know what? When we first, I remember seeing you LinkedIn. We linked in. And I remember seeing your work and I was like, wow, she's good. I really like her stuff, you know? And I was like, we should link up, you know? And then once we started our friendship and talking, I think that started first before the opportunity for you to come over because I want to say you and I were speaking probably at least a year, if not more, before you even came over for your first convention. Maybe, yeah. I think so because I think that I got married in the 2015 and then we were, and we were talking and then... I went over on in 2016. I'm pretty sure. Right, right. So I remember yeah. looking to Mitch and saying, "Oh my gosh, I think I need to go to the states. I've got an opportunity." And he's like, yeah. "Let's go." So that was yeah. that was scary. I was that was scary I know. for me. That was scary. it had to be scary for you. And I know. I mean, you know, to be honest, like it's funny because we've all been together for so long. But I realize when somebody comes in, you know, and I invite somebody in, I always try to make people feel like they're part of the family. But I think there's a certain nerve that you get, at least from what I've heard from other people, that they, they're they like, you guys, you know, I've danced together. You guys have already done this. And then when you come in, you want to, you know, feel, you know, you don't want to be the person who's sticking out and not doing stuff the way yeah. Yeah. whatever. And I'm always like, it's okay. Like it's always a learning process, Mm. even for my, you know, the people that I've mentored or that I've known for a long time, it's always a new process when you, when you teach, because it's not easy, right? Mm. Like your first time going, you know, you have to teach routines and formations in that hour and a half. Yeah, it is. And yeah, it's, it's stressful. It is like when you first, when you're not used to doing that, like to us, we're like, Oh, we do it all the time because that's the culture we came up in. Yeah. And so I've learned, you know, especially with you and with Chuck and anybody else who's come in, I'm like, don't stress. It's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. <laughs> if it takes a little bit more time, we'll just take a little bit piece of the mm. show uh, showcase time. And, but once you get into that, it's like, Oh, all right. Yeah. You know how this goes. <laughs> yeah. It's I just I remember the first year. Thank thank goodness you put me in like an afternoon session because I could kind of just watch. Yeah, and I, that's why I always do it. I got my notebook and I changed a lot of things. And I was like, well, this is going to be a lot quicker. <laughs> I'm gonna add some extra things in there and some extra formations. And I was so nervous, but I did it. But you did wonderful. I like, had not did, slept the so. night before either. I was jet lagged. I was That's nervous. Right. I was, That's right. Mitch was like, go to sleep. I was like, I can't sleep. And I wanted to sleep because I needed my brain. Yeah. Like that's their big days. And um, anyway, I think you just get through it on adrenaline. Yeah, that time change for you alone. I remember like, well, every time you've come, I'm like, I need to get to try to get to the hotel. Like, I know Jacqueline's going to come on a Wednesday. I'm going to go on a Thursday. Yeah, so I can make sure, that's right. Because you know, I give myself a couple of days. Yeah, a couple of days. get acclimated. Yeah. And I think I even had to leave on the second day, just have a nap. I had to like yeah. just go and take an hour because um, I was taking classes too. And oh my gosh, that's insane. Yes. 
Yeah, but, it's an insane weekend, but it like, I feel like, you know, all the feedback I've ever gotten from people who, I mean, you know, you've seen it. I've even had dancers like cry in the middle going, oh my God, like this is so much. <laughs> so much. But then once I talk to them and they calm down, then they're like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't even know I could do this. Like, yeah. I, you know, this oh, is yeah. a whole different experience than I realized. And, you know, to me, being a pro, you know, is being able to pick up four or five dances in one day and be able to form them in formations because, yeah. you know, you may not in reality have that situation at a practice, but we had one pretty darn close. Like we yeah. would be two to three routines. So um, the great thing is they perform it, they need, they, and then they could just forget it and it was going to be online, right? Yeah. But it's, it is challenging not only for the choreographer, I mean, the dancers, but the choreographers too that are yeah. new. And so it you is. just, you did a great job. You, you acclimated well, girlfriend. <laughs> oh my God. And I well. loved it. I loved it. It was, yeah. and obviously I loved it because I kept coming back every year. Um, and your dancers too. And then I was Killing able to, it. I know. And I was able to bring dancers over, which was just beautiful because I myself grew as a choreographer. Like I just, you know, you learn how to work super quick and mm-hmm. not question yourself too much. You've got to trust that you know exactly right. what you're doing. And you're like, no, no, exactly. this works. Just get it done because you right, are on right. the clock. But when the dancers started to come over, especially Katie, because that's such a beautiful story. And I mm-hmm. talked to her about this last week, um, obviously when she came over to assist me. And then we both realized that, oh, hang on. She could actually audition for a team and absolutely make it which she eventually got to do and that was really emotional because we actually came out of I think one of the sessions that I sat in on and it was Oscar's class and I was watching her in there and he was putting Mm -hmm. her at the front and he was putting her in the center and she was Mm -hmm. just she had just stepped up a level that day and I was a mess I was I had to look away because I was crying had tears in my eyes as a coach and then we sat in the restaurant um at the hotel and had a moment and we were both crying (laughs) I just got chills right now because it's just it's life-changing it is and people don't really understand until you're there like until you see and it's not a pressure where you have to be at a pro level Mm. that's the other thing right yeah it's like there's not an expectation from us that you need to be this pro high level dancer. No. I mean, we'd like you to know the choreography, of course, you know, so you could perform well in the showcase. But I think it's the growth and the leveling up that you see dancers do that they, it's almost like you have this ability that you didn't realize you have until you're yeah. put in that situation, right? Yep. And, Absolutely. um, I just saw it in in, um, in uh, Charlotte. Like I asked the dancers, I said, they were exhausted, right? But they okay. were so happy at the end of the day that they had done what they had done. And I said, do you realize what you accomplished? I was like, you learned four dances with formation changes and performed them. In a day. In a day. Huge. Like how often do you do that, right? right. And Never. it was just, they were like, I was no. like, you should be proud of yourself. Yeah. I'm like, you just took yourself to the next level, yeah. right? Yeah. Because that was something they had never experienced. And then they leave with the confidence, right? That, mm. wow, I can do this. Because a couple, I remember a couple of our assistants at that time, Bethann was an assistant. She had danced for the Suns. I had a choreographer because I love Bethann's choreography. Yeah, like great. she's just grown tremendously over the past few years too. Um, and at that time she was going to go try out for the Warriors. And she was like, wow. She was like that weekend, just, you know, participating as assistant. She's like, that helped me at the audition because, you know, if we were learning two dances, I was like, well, I learned four. So I'm good. Like I can learn two dances because I learned four or five. I mean, what do we do? I think we generally do five in a day yeah. at, the, at the convention. So every dancer learns five dances. Yeah. So they learn 10 in a weekend. Like 
It's insanity. It's so good. It's insane. (laughs) It's just great training. It is a great training weekend, regardless of the level that that you're at. Um, And I then saw it when we brought over the next group of us. Yes. And they were from all different teams, um, Mm -hmm. like including NRL and MBO here. Uh And I remember, again, like just they grew. And again, like proud mom moment. Like I was just like proud coach. Yes. They're my girls. Like, you know, I was like, you're investing in yourselves. That's important one. Right. Um, You're you're going over because you want to grow. You want to be immersed in this environment with like-minded people. And this is what we're all passionate about. So it was amazing to offer them that experience. But when they they came back, different people, like they had just gone to another level and I could see it. I could just see it in how they adapted in class and in training sessions and then if I got one of them to teach one of your routines from mm-hmm. that weekend because I had that much Corey in my head I was like I'm done yeah right, right. <laughs> you were in this class you can teach this you're so, like go online and learn it and then bring it back <laughs> but you know they just you know they stepped up and I remember seeing I think it was Jess's parents at a game and I just said she's different she's a different dancer now like she's she's just stepped up as did all of them but I had a really nice moment with the parents they were like thank you so much for you know giving them this opportunity so right yeah so yeah it's that makes my heart just I know because you know that's that's what it's all about right it's not Vicky prose it's choreo prose because it's not about me it's about the choreographers growing it's about the dancers that attend growing um it's about you know even the coaches growing right and all of this is just what makes the the entire weekend so special yeah because you know I'm a proud mama of everybody right I'm proud of these young ladies or young men that just attended our camp just for the weekend I'm proud of them yeah you know because I feel like um, a mama to everybody right because I'm mother hen I'm watching everything that's going on if somebody you know, like I said, somebody's frustrated with themselves and they're, you know, getting down on themselves. I'm going to go straight over to them. I'm going to be like, you can do this. Yeah. You know, yeah. nobody expects you to be a superstar. If you feel like you want to sit out, you could sit out, but yeah. I know you could do this. Right. Yeah. So um, it, the whole weekend is love. The whole weekend is encouragement, it encouraging is. growth. Um, and I, like I said, I can't wait till we do it again. Like, you know, once this whole COVID thing is under control, I'd I like, I, I want to do the real big convention again, but right now with how everything's going, I'm just kind of steered and adjusted. Yeah. So. And, and that's kind of what everyone's doing at the moment. Like, so yeah, yes. cut two when it hits 2020 and how did it, how did it change things? Did you have a convention last year in 2020? No. No. So the plan was to have a big one in Scottsdale. I had that's a wonderful right. hotel, um, a new hotel that we were going to try out this year or that year. And, um, you know, just in April, I was like, this is not going to happen. Yeah. Like, yeah, you right. know, and so I started um, having meetings. I think you were involved in I a think, couple yeah, of them. Sorry. Yeah, I started having I'm... meetings with a couple of my uh admin staff people and then with the staff and I said hey we've already got the format we've already got um and so I should back up though a little bit because I have to talk about Ro 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 because she changed the game for me so after I think the 2019 convention like I just needed or the workshop the Dallas workshop um I needed to do something where it was just going to be so much easier and I've been wanting to do this for years, but the way my, the platform was on my website, I couldn't have people buy individual dances or buy an entire convention and just get that convention. And, you know, I just wanted to make it more, I wanted to make it easier for the coaches and mm. directors and things and just, and, and frankly, make life easier on me too, because I had a full-time job, right? So you know, I need to be able to manage the website and manage, you know, routines and all that stuff. So Renasha, being the way she is, yeah. came up with this, this wonderful program 
called CPI that we have now. And uh, we launched it in 2019 and, and people just start joining it. Bam, bam. I mean, teams and people that I've never seen, heard of, like it's been huge, right? And so what we started to do is just put all our material on there and it just got easier and easier for us to be able to show the choreography and people to access the choreography. So people can buy entire conventions, they can buy individual routines. So since we already started that platform in 2019, because we transferred from the membership platform that we had Mm. to the buy, you know, it's free membership and then you buy whatever choreography you need. And so once we went there, that was just, you know, a stepping stone to what happened in 2020. Mm. So in 2020, I was like, oh, well, we already have a format, you know, we can just do routines online and they could be brand new routines. We just keep putting new routines up, you know, as as time goes on. So still, I felt great because I was able to give you all opportunities still to choreograph, to um, have your choreography seen yeah. Um, have your choreography used, have an opportunity for coaches to get new choreography. Um, and so it was just, a, it was a win-win for everybody. Yeah. And it actually went way better than I expected as far as <laughs> the routines. And I mean, I expect you guys to do hot routines, but like, I'm always blown away every time you guys send in your routines and and you know having that format I had that I sent out to you guys like you guys followed it to the letter did what you're supposed to do and boom it just it was good it worked out really well so that's kind of how we pivoted I mean I was just like I say I just thank God because he sees stuff before way before I see it and so these things that I was doing just kind of lined me up right yeah. so like when I did the online membership it lined me up for my convention so that I could throw the conventions online right yeah. and then yeah. you know I transferred with this program that Roro built for me and now it you know has me ready for uh COVID right yeah. to be able to pivot so um I feel very fortunate that I already had the platform and the format ready that I could call you guys and say, hey, let's do this, you know, or email you. And it was easy because we could get back into the studio over here in Australia. Because you guys, you were in lockdown. So I was rallying the dancers going, I need to get a routine over to Vicky who is in. And they were, everyone was dying to get into a class because we hadn't been dancing. So that was good. But yeah, I mean- it's just, it's changing. It's changing how we do things. And oh, definitely. even moving into this year, I, I mean, we're almost at the end of this year, aren't we? Yes, um, we are. You're already online, but you know, what's worked so well for you is what you've already kind of had in place, but what are you, what are you holding on to? What are you coming out of COVID holding on to and going, this really works? Um, and this doesn't. Well, you know, I, I, I'm constantly evolving, right? So, you know, being a corporate employee, Um, I'm the type of individual where I can feel I can always learn, right? I can always grow. Even as a choreographer, you see me, I'm making a fool out of myself, posting uh, videos of myself, learning uh, Afro beats and just different routines because I feel like choreography pros, I want choreography pros to be a company similar to the companies I've worked for, Mm -hmm. which is big on innovation. The only way you're going to grow and the only way you're going to move forward and with the times and is to be innovative. Yeah. And sometimes you innovate and you bring people with you, right? So sometimes people don't know they need an online resource that they can just go online and either get free routines or paid routines. So I'm always trying to think of how I can make the process easier for directors and coaches. Yeah. And right now I just got off the horn with Renasha because now we're going to try to put some automated um, invoicing system within choreography pros. Cause not every coach can pay with a credit card, right? Yeah. So some coaches have to 
you know, get an estimate, put it into accounting, get a purchase order, and then they put the purchase order on the invoice and then the invoice gets paid. We're going to try to automate that. So that's, we're always thinking ahead, um, just like the directory, right? I'm trying to find a way, how can I get vendors that I really like and that we work with to be seen um, by the people who need them, which are the dancers, the dance team directors, um, you know, they need hair. They might need a photographer. They, I mean, God only knows nutrition, fitness. So what I'm trying to do, right. So right now we have over a thousand members. If they're going on there looking for routines, they're going to probably, they would love to see a one-stop shop where they go, man, I need a DJ or I need a music mix for this competition, but I don't know who to go to. So that's, that's what the directories for our business directory. So, you know, all these things you just start and you just try to innovate and, and you have a good core around you, right? I have Kari, I have Renasha, I have Bethann, I have all these people who, and Ebony, who helped yeah. me on an administrative, administrative end because I can't think of everything, you yeah. know? So a lot of times we'll have like girls brunches and we get together and I think, you know, and not only my business, we talk about their future businesses or things that they're working on too. And we just try to generate ideas amongst each other because we're all, you know, women trying to do business and we bring men in, of course, but, you know, like Wheezy and, and everybody else, but, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not a genius. I don't know everything. And I always feel like I can always learn from others and I always grow and I'm always looking for feedback. Right. So, you know, even at my job, I have a regular nine to five, I get a review every year. You know, I don't take anything personal, (laughs) you know, anything that my boss tells me, Hey, this is something that I'd like to see you do or improve upon. That's the way I run choreography pros. I want feedback and I get feedback back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like a win-win situation where you keep the doors open and you allow everybody to collaborate because I want you all to feel like it's choreo pros is yours too. Right. It's like, we're a family and, um, we just look for ways to innovate. And as long as we're doing that, I think that's what helped us during COVID mm. and make the adjustment. Because yeah. as long as we're thinking innovatively, we're leading, not following. And, you know, I think that's what sets us apart and helps us to be ahead yeah. of, of things that, that happen and come. No, I think that's great. Now that the US is back with sport events and entertainment Mm -hmm. and conventions, obviously auditions are now back up and running for some of the teams like the NBA. And you, you do work with many teams, but you did sit on the audition panel with the Detroit Pistons. How was that audition process? So much fun. Really? Like I had missed it because I hadn't sat on a panel in a couple of years. Like I, I, I've done Suns, Nuggets, Seattle when they were a team. I did Warriors before. Um, so I, it was just really nice to see dancers like going for their dream. Yeah. You know, because I, I, every time I'm in an audition, I remember exactly how I felt auditioning right and I've auditioned for teams and not made it I just want to put that out there Mm. um and never took it personal because I think I've always had that business mindset so I understand um business and understand marketing and understand teams but um yeah I mean it was just a great experience the dancers were so talented and let me tell you what was really exciting is the direction that the Pistons are going because you know I told you years ago when we did the hip-hop squad NBA teams were still very traditional you know for many many years and I finally feel like now they're catching up with you know, that ideal that of what we had back then. And not so much the co-ed team. It doesn't matter whether it's co-ed because we were co-ed or if it's all girls, but I think it's so much more open now to 
a diverse skill level of dancers, right? Yeah. Like it's not, you don't only have to be able to do triple turns or leaps. Like you could be a hip hop girl who does, you know, floor work like I used to. I was like a straight freestyler, right? I used to right. battle and all that stuff, believe it or not. I used to go to clubs and battle people and dance with underground dancers and stuff like that. And that's the kind of girls, you know, and talent that I saw at the audition. Wow. And it was so great to see them on a team that they thought previously they could never be on because of the, you know, the kind of the style. Yeah. Style that was used. So the, there was so much talent and it it was honestly such a hard decision. Oh, wow. I loved all the judges. We had a great time. We all clicked really, really well. Um, You know, I adore Natalie ever since I judged and she became a pro dancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I remember Natalie when she auditioned and she was so dynamic and so good that I was like, oh, your dancers should be dancing like her. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I'm just so proud, like to see her grow from a dancer to a director. And same with Amy Jo, same with Paige. I danced with Paige and then yeah. she's a director of OKC and now she's got a new opportunity um, with the Golden Knights in Vegas. And it's just, it's just really, it just warms my heart just that they, that they're where they're at, you yeah. know, and seeing them grow and, and live out their dreams. And then, you know, I just felt so honored that they still wanted my old opinion. No, it's an experienced opinion. <laughs> but yeah, an experienced yeah. opinion. We'll say that. Um, it was so much fun. The, the dancers were fantastic. And it was just great to see the diverse skill set. Like they're gonna be, they're gonna be fire. Awesome. Like I just, yeah, I can't wait. I can't I've wait. seen, I've seen recently that it looks like a lot of teams are changing it up. Yes. Including the Mavericks. I've seen yes. That's, you know, there's been a change there. There's, there's been changes all over the place, but mm-hmm. which I think is important to always, you know, we talk about evolving because mm-hmm. evol- evolve or repeat is um, is a, a mantra that I, I use with myself. Like, okay, right. you know, you've done this for a little bit. It's time to evolve, move into some new things. And I try and do that with my teams as well. So, yeah, otherwise people are just seeing the same thing. Same, same, right. same. Um, so yeah, that's what I've noticed moving into the NBA season, even NFL. And you have variety. You have yeah. like some teams that are all girls. You have some teams that are girls and guys. Um, yeah. And I think that's important because, you know, a lot of people think, I think a couple years ago, there was this big push, right, for co-ed teams. And I'm from a co-ed team and I think co-ed teams are great, but I don't think every demographic can do a co-ed team, right? Mm. So you've got to look at your demographic because you have, you might have more B-boys in the Southwest than you have B-boys in the Northeast, you know, or Midwest, right? You might have more freestyle dancers in the Midwest that come to auditions than you have B-boys or you know, mm. it's, I think you have to look at your demographic and you have to look at the talent and the type of people who come out and dance and come out to audition and you can formulate your team that way. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, like many of the teams I think are going to continue to change and evolve. And although, you know, people love tradition, right. And you don't want to mess up the tradition, I just think it's important that we all, like change is uncomfortable for everybody, right? Yeah. Like I don't like change when I'm used to something too either, but you, you know, you have to adapt. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, like 2020 was the year of adaptation, right? Like everybody, <laughs> everybody learned how to adapt on, you know, on how they made money. Yep. You know, how they shopped for groceries, how they did this and that, you know, like everybody, had to adapt, change, and evolve, like you said. Yeah, and yeah. so um, I really I really like the, the changes that are happening. And who knows, like 
Somebody may do a change, and I've seen this with a couple of teams, they might make this drastic change because they may not have thought everything through. And, and like I said, demographics plays a huge part. Yeah. So like sometimes I would see a change and I'd be like, mm, I don't know how well that's going to last for the long run because you have to make sure you have the dancers there to audition yeah. for these teams, right? Yeah. So I think, I think sometimes people make changes and they go, whoa, whoa, okay. So maybe we do make this change, but not this drastic change. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that happens with everything, like with my business, with your business, um, with my corporate job. Like I think in everything you do, you know, there's got to take, there's, there's learnings to happen, right? Yeah, so. definitely. I think 2021, 2020 was a big like, oh, like we're stopped in our tracks and everyone right. just kind of watched and came out of it and evolved in different ways. But then 2021, especially where we are right now and even Victoria who have gone into their like seventh I want to say seventh lockdown. Um, this was a really tough rebuild, I reckon, this year. And it's almost like for a, a small businesses sink or swim because there's just not enough assistance with funding um, to help us get through that. It's almost like, well, good luck. And we might see you on the other side. But 2021, when we could, when we were up and running again, was really uncomfortable. Personally, for me, I hated it. I was like mm. exhausted and I was like, oh my God, the rebuild is so hard. And it is. I, it is. And I had just leased um, a warehouse as well. So I was like, you know, I was painting that in the November and I was doing all of the new marketing and adding a different element, became a dance company as well as a, you know, That's entertainment right. supplier. Yeah. And I was like, something that I didn't really want to do, but I, I was like, I think I'm going to have to do this. So that was like the rebuild was huge. And then we stopped. And my mom called me straight away and was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I just was like, I'm trying not to cry. And now we're in week 12 and it's rebuild is coming up. What does it look like? One. And two, what do I want to go back to? Right. So yeah, you pivot your business and you're like, you know, you've got to kind of just think about, I don't know, because I feel like we've been on a, a mouse, you know, the mouse wheel. Yeah. A lot of us before COVID, we were just kind of like running, running, running. It stops you in your tracks. And I think two years of COVID, yeah, businesses and people will just be different, which is good. But yeah, you and just yeah, you just have to prepare and budget, right? Like, so when I had my small workshop, you know, um, because not everybody feels comfortable. Not everybody is able to, not everybody, you know, can come out to workshops. So, you know, we had our junior pro, we had a couple of teams that come every year, right? And they were like, we just can't this year because, you know, our organization isn't allowing it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, I totally understand. Hopefully we'll see you next year or whenever you guys can make it back. So there's a lot of things that I had to pivot on. I would have loved to do the pro, but realistically, it just, it just didn't make sense because people were all in different places for, yeah. you know, whether they could come back or not. So I just decided, okay, what can I do that I can give some dancers opportunity to be in a place where they're, you know, physically learning dance and we're out of this, you know, a hundred percent online thing. And so that's kind of what I'm doing. Like, you know, at the beginning of the year, did I know I was going to Charlotte? I had no idea. No. I, no. You know, um, did I realize I was going to do this workshop next weekend? No, I didn't right. know. <laughs> so exciting, it's just kind of one of those things that you just kind of plan and you just work out. And like you said, some people don't come back to the same thing mm. sometimes, or maybe they're not going to come back this year. Maybe they'll come back following years so you do you just have to you have to pivot and change yeah. and actually I have some exciting news tomorrow is our um 25th hip-hop squad anniversary reunion That's right. so I'm dancing tomorrow so it's bro bro and a couple of the oh, choreo pros so. at the game yes oh I yes. love it so oh we're excited I about that make sure that is filmed because I want I want to see it 
Oh, I'm sure somebody's going to video it. Probably get our boys to video. I'm, I'm, you know, Bryce will be there and Renasha's sons and some awesome. of Kari's kids will be there. So I'm sure somebody's going to video it. But yeah, we're looking forward to that. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So, you know, we're all going to be safe, of course, and be masked up. But at least we get to see one another again and have a great reunion. So that's fantastic. And yeah. what date is the pro convention again? Is that next weekend? Yes. Yes. So next weekend, um, it's on the 25th Saturday. And so um, two of our pros actually run that program and um, over at that college. And so they wanted to do a workshop, you know, not that they weren't doing, but uh, Kari um, and Bethann, uh, they wanted to do a workshop for their girls so they can get new routines um, and guys so they can get new routines for the upcoming season. So um, I said, hey, let's do one there. And right. they were cool with it. And we're just opening it up. And I'm even opening it up to like ages 16 and older because I think um, dancers who are going to college and want to get in a college program, it'll be a good weekend for them to kind of, you know, learn four routines and blocking or uh, uh, formations for them. Good so I'm opening it up and we'll, we'll see um, if more and more people come from the outside, but you know, people are still kind of on some restrictions. So yeah, um, but it should be a fun weekend. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm excited Thank for you. you. That's going to Me be great. Too. And I'm going to put your links into the bio of this podcast so people can okay, click awesome. and find you and find thank you find the company online and follow all the great things that you're doing because yeah you are doing wonderful things always thank you. and, and my wonderful choreographers like you yeah. my choreo pros my cp fam yeah there are a yeah, lot of so. them and they're all doing yeah. they all do great things and yeah and little live i'm really excited for what little live oh um, gosh she's gonna she do. came in like a firecracker like <laughs> i you know i've <laughs> known great. Liv since she was a she started coming to our conventions i'm not sure if it was the year you i think it might have been 2015 when she mm. first came she was a little bit like she was only like 13 or 14 when she came and I said, Hey, we're going to make you a uh, apprentice and you're going to come in and you're going to assist and you're going to help. And we'd love to have you. And her mom and dad are so supportive and so kind. And, you know, they're used to traveling to LA. She's done a lot of, you know, industrial work. She's done like TV shows, all kinds of stuff. So um, it was really great to have her. And then whenever I do the Detroit workshop, she's always helping out yeah. and, she's just so good. And she'd already been coaching, assistant coaching and, and choreographing for the, for the NBA junior team over mm. there in Detroit. And so the, um, the Detroit minis. And so I was like, it's time girl. We're going to have to choreograph. That. And she, she first choreographed last year for our online stuff, killed it. And she had some of the minis performing with her. They were killing it too. And then she was like, I just want to come down to Junior Pro, you know, just to dance. And I was like, well, how about you teach? <laughs> and she just, she killed it. Wow. Like, I Good mean, it just, I was just so proud of her. But I, I had no doubt, just to let you know, I had no doubt. It just, but every year and every time, the pros blow me away. I'm always so impressed by everybody and what they what they can do. Awesome. Can't wait for you to see her. Have you met Liv? I've met, I met Liv in the in my first year, and she okay. was phenomenal. And I pulled yes. her aside and told her that. And her mom, yeah. I was like, "You are outstanding." I think quite a few of the pros did that. They were like, "Holy cow!" Yes. Yeah, but she trained under Oscar and Allie. I think that she was like, I don't know, six or seven, or yeah. maybe younger than that. But Allie. Nally has been a mentor to her, getting her ready for, you know, a leadership role in right. dance. And right now she's, um, she just made the Michigan dance team. So she's good on Michigan her. State. They're great. They're a great team. Michigan State. Yeah. Because I don't want to say the wrong one because I might be in trouble. But I, think <laughs> I she's know there's a lot. <laughs> Girl, it's like, if you say U of A is the ASU for me, I'll be like, what? Wait a minute. I'm oh a Sun Devil all the way through. There are so many 
<laughs> um, I know, girl, those in-state rivalries are no joke. I know, it's another world. Well, thank you so much for joining me this morning and your evening. Oh, thanks for having it's me. It's been great to just sit down and talk all things business and life and, you know, what you I can't wait to get back over there and see you. I and know. So we can hug. I know. It's been too I long. I miss you. I yes, know. But definitely following everything that you're doing online. And I'm wishing oh, you all the you. best for tomorrow's performance. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm following you as well. I'm so proud of you. And then, oh. you know, you opening up your space. And I know it's a tough time right now, but you should be very proud of yourself. And there's always a reason for everything. Always remember that. Mm. And may, you may not see it right at the time, but there's a reason everything happens. And, you know, when you own a business, like I've gone through ups and downs, like why did this happen? But then I turn around and go, oh my gosh, this prepared me for this. Wow. Yeah. This a few years back. Now I know why I had to do that. So yeah. just know you're, you're going to be all right, girl. Everything's going to work out. It's going to work out. Nothing yeah. lasts forever. No, and it's okay. Yeah. Well, get, let all the girls know I miss them. And I give them will. A, I'm so proud of Katie and all what she's doing now. And I know. Yeah. She's so. she's super passionate and determined and she's going to do great things. Um, and I'm, yeah. I feel really lucky to have her back. Okay. But thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, I miss you a lot. Anytime. And... Yeah, I, I'm looking Thank forward to Thank you for even asking me and considering me for Pleasure. your podcast. I Look, appreciate it. You've been a big part of my development as a, a creative. Oh, and we you. have. I'm glad to even be a small part of it. So thank you so much for allowing me. Pleasure. And I can't wait to share this with everybody because it's going to yes. be good. And I feel like, yeah, we're really tapping into some topics that are passionate for people like yourself and myself. So I'm right. glad that we could do this. Definitely, definitely. Big love. Bye, mama. Bye, bye, girl. Bye.